In this episode, I have a lot of laughs with Derek, my Dutch friend who I met in Laurotava at Nine Co-Living earlier this year. This time we are in the south of France and we talk about his journey to India, about his punk rock band career and how he created his flexible living, an online course designed for people who would like to find their values. So please enjoy this amazing conversation with Derek. As always, you can find all the details about what we discuss in this episode at nerdontour.net slash Derek, which is D-I-R-K, nerdontour.net slash D-I-R-K. Hello and welcome. I am Piotrek Bodera and this is Nerd on Tour podcast for digital nomads. Since 2005, I've been working in tourism and web development around the globe. Here, I combine the best bits of the internet, long-term traveling and decentralization. Each episode unlocks wisdom through the power of thoughtful conversation. My guests are fascinating personalities, vagabonds, developers, artists, entrepreneurs, free spirits, technologists. Together, we explore unique ways of life that will expand your autonomy. Listen to the Nerd and Do podcast for free in your preferred podcast app. Would you like to be notified about new episodes? Subscribe to Nerd on Tour newsletter. It's an email subscription list about all things digital nomad. Each Tuesday, you will get a minimalistic email from me. It can contain a short story, link to a new blog post or podcast episode. Every time I try to make it practical and thoughtful. Subscribe at nerdontour.net slash newsletter. Hello and welcome. I am Piotr Bodera. This is Nerd on Tour podcast. And today I'm talking with my friend Derek. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. It's um, it's lovely to uh, to do this, uh, Piotr. Um, yeah, we meet in Tenerife. Uh, half year ago and now we um, see each other again here in this uh, beautiful sort of friends yeah i love it i love to do this with you it's uh, excellent <laughs> yeah i don't spoil too much i have some ideas but uh, yeah it's lovely to do together before we jump into your amazing stories i want to make one remark uh, regarding your name because you are okay. dutch and uh, your first name is spelled d-i-r-k yes and in English, you could be familiar with Dirk Gently. It's a Netflix show based on a book. The same guy who wrote uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy created this uh, very twisted uh, story of, of a detective that is like trying to solve the mysteries of the universe. Okay. And the only thing that he's always saying is that everything is connected. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and eventually, like all of his cases are uh, made that everything is connected yeah like the universe is spoken to him when he was dreaming and then the monster came from the woods but it was actually a creature from someone else's dream it's like super super confusing but yeah it's it's fun to watch and um, yeah again there is another name in english that you spell the e r e k but uh, for this purpose for our meeting we uh, stick to the thing that your name is Derek. 
Yes. I know that it's spelled Dirk. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, it, it's funny because um, we live a little bit the same life. Maybe we talk about it today as well. So we met many people from different countries. And it's always funny because some people call me Dirk, some people call me Derek, some people call me Dalek. <laughs> so it's, I was in China as well. So uh-huh. yeah, it's, um, there is something about my name, but I, I, I mean it. Um, it's all good, you know. Yeah. You can call me whatever you want. If you, it is meant to be. You mean it to me, then I say hi, and uh, <laughs> it's all good. So, um, but Derek, I never heard about this okay. Netflix series. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to check it, that that's fine. Yeah. And your last name is Delisse. Yeah, Delisse. Delisse. Yeah, it's also a little bit like people <laughs> say the least, people say delicious. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 there are like many different versions, isn't it? Many <laughs> different versions, but uh, also in this I um, I listen to all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, uh, let's start the delicious uh, journey of yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> because I think we should definitely start from... Uh, Uh, your background from uh, the thing that uh, you you are from the Netherlands and I'm always curious how the culture of where you are growing up is affecting you further yeah does it help you are there some characteristics that you think are useful when you are traveling the world ah that's an interesting question yeah now to be honest the last years I was less in Netherlands and of course it's my home base so of course I have my roots there it's a good question um, I don't know if it's very Dutch but I think um, what I always take it with me is that yeah I think honestly just be honest what you think but for other people it can also feel very direct you know mm. um, so I think that's what what Dutch people have it like we we can be mm. very direct but it's on a positive way we want to be honest and I think we are hard workers if I look <laughs> to myself like mm-hmm. the the way my parents raised me it's like working hard and um, do good be good mm. um, and for the rest to be honest I don't feel super Dutch <laughs> um, okay yeah so w- what are the elements that you differ from the people you know from the Netherlands I don't know if it's especially about mm. people from the Netherlands, but it's most generally like I, I know also lots of people um, and it's not good or bad, but they mm. live a different lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think that's and I think it's not only in the Netherlands. I think it's everywhere. And um, I noticed that now I meet lots of people with more similarity lifestyles. But of course, I know lots of people with a different lifestyle. Mm. But it's not typical Dutch, I guess, you know, for example, to have a house, uh, a kid, a dog and a yeah. tree, you know, <laughs> I think it's everywhere. It's not typical yeah. Dutch, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's not the lifestyle I have at this moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a, a great uh, segue to our next questions, because We are here in this lovely uh, house in the south of France uh, where we are staying at our friends. Uh, It's a big family building that was used to be uh, like a farm house and plenty of space for for hay or for uh, livestock and then they put a swimming pool and then digital nomads came (laughs) (laughs) this is how this is how they get us you know (laughs) exactly exactly so uh, would you say that you have some sort of pattern right now that uh, you like coming to some specific places or you need to have some weather or or surroundings that you always choose to, to, to go to 
Yes, yes, I have. I think the most important thing and what's coming to my mind directly is the people. So mm. as I said at the beginning of the podcast, we met in Tenerife. So mm -hmm. more people, we were there more in the lockdown times. It was a very special times mm -hmm. in a positive way. <laughs> so I think I follow a little bit the people or we follow each other. So mm -hmm. one is people like connections I mm -hmm. have and I know they go there and then I want to meet them again. So that's one. And second, I need to be very honest that it's a really pattern i love to have sun and sea and mm. um, it <laughs> makes me very happy so um yeah that's also a very uh, big pattern coming uh, coming back yes you don't get a lot of sun in the netherlands um no i i think not maybe some other dutch people who are listening now they think like oh no we don't have it too bad but for mm. me i always feels like netherlands is a lot of rain and gray yeah. uh, of course in the summers it's just nice too i need but to summer uh, lasts for like two three months and then the yeah. rest of the year is great <laughs> yes that that's my yeah that's how i feel it a little bit so in the winter i always try to escape a little bit mm. and um yeah so um, the pattern is um, people and sun and beach. Mm, mm, excellent, excellent. And I think this is something that I also follow. Yeah, like you should not be uh, ashamed of uh, the self-awareness. Yeah, that you prefer these conditions over another because once you are location dependent, once you uh, choose the people you are spending time with, yeah, and the beautiful scenery where you are staying should definitely uh, choose it yeah and, and definitely use it as, as much as possible i'm fully agree on that for me it's like <laughs> i try to to live a value-based lifestyle mm. and freedom is for me super important and what i mean with freedom like if i'm at the sea or if i i feel so free i mm. feel so free mm. to swim and same with the people like the people we we are now meeting a lot they mm. have like an open mindset they are very um inclusive for everyone mm -hmm. um, for new ideas very open-minded so it's it's also a part of freedom so yeah. freedom means a lot for me but yeah it sounds like oh i like sun and nice people but it's there is way more behind it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's I, not shallow yes exactly mm -hmm. and i always said to the people it's not that i wake up here one day so <laughs> it has a long history and yeah, and yeah. and it's not a coincidence it's yeah, not a coincidence yeah, yeah. um so yeah Okay, so if you could tell me more about this long journey, uh, because I um, I was quite shocked when you told me your uh, beginnings uh, in terms of your punk rock career. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's not possible. Like, he's now a yoga teacher and a therapist. And uh, he's so, I don't know, friendly to people. And... And then you saw me on internet with beers and long hair. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I actually didn't do a lot of re research. How did you look or what did you do in okay, your previous good. life? I just, you know, heard your stories when, when you were telling it to me. And if you don't mind, just please tell it more to our listeners. What was it in the past that kind of attracted you to the, to the punk rock world and, you know, being a rebel? Ah, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I was, I think, very young already. I, I think there was a like a famous, a little bit rock band in the Netherlands, and um, I was. 11 and i think my mm. hairdresser i mm. know her for many years she was going to these festivals and she saw this band and i was looking and 
I'm not sure what was really attractive me, but I saw like they playing and people they go crazy mm. and they they were like this guitarist with long hair and every and he was like very um, looking cool and I thought this is this is nice you know and it was at the time that also Green Day um, was coming up oh, it's okay. become the band. Oh, yeah the yeah. band Green Day um, coming up yeah it's the punk rock band it's mm -hmm. a very famous punk rock band yeah, from yeah, the yeah. USA and I had this. DVD, I think D DVD or video, I don't know, but yeah, and we, we, I saw them playing, and I thought this is so cool, and then um, I knew some guys from school. They actually has a small school band, and uh, very quick I joined them, and then uh, the journey starts. Yeah, I think it was it was more like the music. I liked the the rock and punk rock music. It was very energetic, I, and I liked the vibes. You know, the energy, the fire, the <laughs> yeah, and also the not the fame but but what everything was come around you know like mm. the jack daniels the backstage the okay yeah the lifestyle yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. at that time i think i was like looking at as a very positive way you know mm. and later i found out that it's also you know have some positives and also some yeah. negatives but yeah. I, it was for me very roman roman romance yeah yeah, yeah it was a romance yeah, yeah. yes yes okay. yes yes okay but okay. that's cool it's good it's like a young boy <laughs> dream and uh we had big dreams to do uh, big stages and mm -hmm. uh, touring and make records and that at the end what we did. So. Mm. And was it easy? Like, did you just join the school bands and, you know, within a few months you already were recording and having a manager and going touring? Or did you need to actually, you know, fight for your popularity yeah, it was definitely not easy at the end we um, we stayed together 12 years and if i say it was easy i i know if my other bandmates hearing this they will they will call me like dude it was not no it was not easy um, what was the name of the man at uh, the 101s d 101s d 101s okay. yes, yes yes did you spell it with numbers Zero one zero. Yeah, yeah you can find us on spotify still our records cool, cool. are there yeah <laughs> Again, your question. How hard was it to, ah, to yes. be in the band and to become famous? Yeah, it was... We, we were not famous, famous, but at, in the punk rock scene in Netherlands and some few countries in Europe, I think they know us at mm. that time. So we did a good job, I think. Yeah, at the beginning, it was it was hard. We 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 were practicing a lot, like mm. two times, three times a week, and we were very strict. Like very mm. strict. Band was always number one. Mm. I noticed my first girlfriend was not always so happy because uh, <laughs> she wants to go on holiday with me, but I said no, no, we have this uh, this gig, and uh, yeah. so we invest lots lots of time. Mm. And I think there are two sides. What's uh, what's good to tell? Like one side is like that the music industry is very difficult. It's mm. like um, it's like if you're not with the right person not with the right manager not with the right booking then it's very hard to, mm. to grow mm. at the end uh, we were very do-it-yourself at the end we had a manager and we had a small bookings agency and a few small labels and it was cool they helped us a lot but we were very um, do-it-yourself but it's hard work it's very hard work but um, with Passion and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah. yeah yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You you <laughs> can get very far, and I yeah. think that's reaches uh, the point we uh, we get. Mm -hmm. But not easy. On the other hand, like if you are with four guys, and we're starting around age of 15, 16, you know, and then till uh, count twelve years uh, on top of it. Mm. It's not easy to manage. Uh, um, yeah, it's like a big relationship, like a big marriage. Um, <laughs> 
And I think I'm allowed to say that many, many, many times they called me like, uh, I quit the band. I don't yeah. want to be with him anymore, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. At we starting at friends, we end at friends. But um, yeah, it was already my role to be a little bit the band therapist as well. So, uh, <laughs> also, yeah. that, that part was not easy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no bad words. We had lots of fun mm -hmm. also. I always say to the people, on the one hand, we, we spent hours in our van driving to countries like Germany and playing in front of five people. Ooh. And we also have lots of shows where people are stage diving and you drive to another country like it mm. Italy and then you reach there and people sing your songs and, uh, yeah. like, and everything, everything in between. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very emotional roller coaster yeah like you were going up and down and up and down and it's like very fast i also assume yeah like you're moving from one place to another and you expect that would be awesome but then you know the circumstances are different yes it's a good summary this was exactly <laughs> the 12 years like very good highs but also yeah. lows and difficulties uh, uh, yes. how did you manage to combine it with school or with other things in your life It's uh, <laughs> it's interesting that you ask about it because uh, yeah I did many studies I started actually as a nurse yeah um, so it's it's cool to tell I started as a nurse and then I was working do some study mm. and then from Tuesday to Sunday we did like uh, gigs and uh, okay. I remember one of my teacher on Monday morning um, we had like this practice practice mm. school you know mm. you need to practice and as I said I started a nurse so you yeah. need to uh, to practice at school and I always try to find a fake hospital bed and I put myself in it to sleep and then I asked the girls because I was the only guy in the in the class and I always asked like if the teacher will come please wake me up you know? <laughs> and so uh, so I did my uh, my hangover uh, mornings uh, at school so it was a little bit flat Flexible, I guess, yeah, you know, maybe definitely. we come back <laughs> on the term flexible. Now I mean something different with it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was not always easy. But when I getting older, I get more responsibilities with my job. And um, if I look back, Pure Track, I think how I managed. Um, I don't want this busy and crazy life anymore. But um, it was just do it and go on mm. and um, go to school or work till five or and then just get picked by the van and just go and come back late at night sleep a few hours and do this again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. did you have a chance uh, to record some some videos uh, not in the, like music clips because i know you you have those i'm interested from the perspective of you know some sort of documentary of like how the touring look like yeah it is i think on youtube you you mm. see a small touring videos but at that time video was not popular and our camera was not so good it was with these tapes when we started oh, okay. yeah, yeah. we had these tapes later it was of course with this sd cards yeah, yeah. there are some things and i mm. sometimes make a joke to our drummer like uh, yeah. oh make a documentary yeah, but yeah, i think they kind of combine it and like release it as a story you know as a you know yeah. even as a memory yeah even though that the band yeah. is no longer but <laughs> yeah who knows yeah. who knows if he's listening uh, <laughs> and he's motivated yeah, again he yeah, can start yeah. <laughs> let's get back to the idea of you being the the therapist for the yes. band uh did it happen like organically 
naturally that you were just yes. there in the middle of the fight between guys since like you were the only one who managed to pull them back yeah i think it was naturally there was nobody asked for it and it was also not my really choice or something mm. i think it's it's my personality or there's something in me of course at the end it's not there is a reason why i start to being a nurse and later mm. work more like a therapist um I think it's starting naturally. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, l let me say not, not bad words about my bandmates because everyone has their own specialties. Yeah, eh? yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. my specialty, I was I was okay in playing guitar, but I'm definitely not the best, best uh, guitarist. Mm. But it's, it's the cliche thing. Like you can put uh, 11 best football players in a team and you don't have a good team yeah, you know? yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, <laughs> there have to be the one who would be like a glue between all of them exactly yeah? and make the great team exactly so but it was not a choice it was just happening i think it's my personality and uh, and does it mean that you didn't have any fights or any arguments with other band members i think i had to i okay. don't know but, but <laughs> to be honest and i'm not sure if everyone knows me very well i'm agreed but i think i have almost never a real fight with someone like if You're i look very peaceful i think so yeah, yeah, i yeah. think so but maybe <laughs> I, i can agree like yeah. as far as i know <laughs> yeah you Derek, like we had a couple of uh, months living together yes you know in a co-living and now we are again living co-living space let's go like like this you are definitely a peaceful culture that is you know pulling everyone together in this like nice vibe yes and Yeah, it's it's just amazing to know that you are professionally trained to also help people in, in difficult situations. Maybe good to tell you, Piotrek, it's it's not an act, you know. Of, I, it's not that I'm working when I'm in private with people. It's, mm. I think it's just... Sometimes people ask about it, and thank you for the compliment. Mm. Um, and sometimes people ask me about it, but I don't know better, you know. It's just yeah. that yeah, I'm yeah. like this. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what I always try is to... If, of course, we mm. all have behavior, right? Mm. But I always see what's the meaning behind or why people do this. And sometimes people are maybe a little bit angry to me, mm. but that doesn't mean I'm angry to them because sometimes I see they struggle or they, yeah. you know, it's it's touch a trigger of them. So no no reason for me to be angry back. It's yeah. like, yeah, 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 we can find a way. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Do you think that uh, your interest in traveling to India and uh, the spiritual world did it also happen uh, started somewhere when you were a teenager or was it some sort of like you know the the other side of the coin because you already explored this you know fire <laughs> in you <laughs> while being in the punk rock band and now we are looking for some grounding and some like you know different world or when did it happen yeah yeah it's uh, it's it's funny because actually i did before i even touched the guitar i did my first meditation okay so uh, <laughs> yes 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 i was i think 11 or 12 and my aunt she was going to more like at that time it was very popular in the netherlands it's called high sensitive persons and um and new age children okay, and okay. she was reading a lot about it and i don't know why but we talk about it i mm. think Even when I was way younger, I was used to talk with other people about life. I And I, I felt connected with it. And then one moment, at that time, I got a little bit sick. Later, when I was younger, I got really sick, like physical sick. Mm -hmm. But just before that, I get a CD. 
uh, of uh, guided meditation. I was 11 or 12, and uh, that's uh, that was before we started the band. So mm -hmm. uh, it was already a little bit in me. Yes. Okay, okay. And you knew that the CD is not regular music. You shouldn't kind of like play it only as a background when. No, no. I I knew it was okay. uh, for relaxation, and uh, and then I read about it and. But at that time, it it was you. We never heard about Instagram or Facebook. I'm now 31, so uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's it a long twen time ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. You know, uh -huh. I know um, if we want to go on Amazon, you need to uh, go on the the phone line. You know, you need to ask your parents, "Can I go 10 minutes on uh, Amazon?" Yeah, yeah. So um, it's another time. But I read some books about it. Not much at that time. I was not a big reader. But yeah, this CD and I talked about it. And uh, I had some stones, some crystals when I was very young. Okay. Very young. Okay. Okay. Yes. So your aunt was she very into it? Like, did she continue, you know, different yes. methods? And is she still doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's coaching people, and it's funny because uh, I'm on Facebook now with my flexible living project. Maybe we talk about it today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She um, put um, replies on lots of posts. Still, okay, still. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and, you are um, both connected. Yes, yes, yes. Field. And it's funny <laughs> because um, we were driving to Amsterdam to my sister um, last month. Mm -hmm. We were together in the car uh, almost one and a half hour, and we talked a lot about <laughs> yes so the connection so is nice. uh, still there and she support me fully and it's uh, it's oh, okay. nice yes. okay okay is she also a therapist is she also helping other people or yes she's helping other people okay yeah she okay. is very creative she did lots of painting and okay, uh, okay. yeah it's nice very good very good yeah. okay so we have those two areas covered uh like your your punk rock uh, career and the introduction to, to the spiritual world yes when your trip to india happened like when was the very first time that you decided okay let's go to this magical place and discover my new self to india it was actually not my first travel in asia i did already some alone travels in europe and asia mm -hmm. but especially india the first time i think it was 2018 i went two times to india mm -hmm. And the first time it was, it's a funny story behind, I can tell if you yeah. want. It's 2018. And the second time it was just before all this Corona things yeah, happened. Yeah, also yeah. a funny story about that. Okay. It's, yeah, it yeah, was let's, 2019. Let's start with the first one. Okay, let's start with the first time. 2018, I think at that time I was in Nepal and um, my girlfriend that time, she broke up with me when I was arriving in Nepal. It was very painful actually. And um, then um, I can we canceled everything because, yeah, we, we broke up. So we canceled all the plans. And she sent me to the mountains. She said, go there. I think uh, it's good for you. And I said, okay. And for the rest, I had no idea what to do. I had completely no idea. But and did I tell she you, want to somehow help you after the break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She wants, of course, uh, we were together. And uh, yeah, she wants to help me. So she said, uh, I know this place and go there. And yeah, you will see. Was it some ashram, some meditation center? Um, at that time, not yet. It was um, a small village, um, small city at the lake. It's called it's called Pokhara. Mm -hmm. um, in it's Nepal. A, yeah, in Nepal, close to the Annapurna uh, mountains. And um, so I went. And from there, on the one hand, all the good people came on my way. I had no plan. I had no idea. My mother was very sick. I was a little bit burned out from work. And mm. my relationship was just gone, you know. Yeah. But it was a very interesting time. I, I tried to just face it all. And I met amazing people. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I just... And then, oh yeah, that that's the connection with India. Every day, 
like for real people say oh but if you like this you need to go to india or derek i know a place in india you can go or people say derek you need to be mm. yoga teacher i know a cool place in india and believe it or not everything what i was saying was india i don't know i think it's dirty and dangerous that was my vision i i know there was delhi and mumbai and i know it was dirty and dangerous and that's it yeah, so yeah. i blocked it all the way then I stayed in Nepal, I did a yoga retreat, I went to the meditation center in the mountains, very cool. And then I need to leave the country because of the visa. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, I go to Bangkok. I was already many times in Bangkok and Bangkok was always like, if you don't know where to go and, <laughs> go you're, to lost, <laughs> and you're lost in your life, you go to Bangkok. <laughs> So on the first night, I promise in the plane, I promised myself not to go to Kosan Road. On the first <laughs> night, on the first night, I found myself in Kosan Road, a little bit drunk, and then I thought, ah, yeah, crazy Bangkok. And then uh, I had a for very those who don't know, Kaosan is like the most tourist place in Bangkok. Like yes. every white face is going there, only because it's just like a party street. Yeah, there is nothing else there than bars and cheap hostels. Yes, <laughs> and uh, buckets with uh, with crazy alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, after this uh, crazy night, I found myself back like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, um, back back on earth. Mm. And then I was spending some time with some local people actually in uh, Bangkok. It, I saw another Bangkok. It was very cool. And um, so how did you get to them? Yeah, sometimes I use like these applications, you know, you have some applications for friends or sometimes okay. dating applications. But at that time, I was single, of course. I used the dating application not to date, but also more to, you know, to get good connections. Yeah. I was always honest about it. Like, oh, I just want to yeah. meet some locals or just on the streets, you know, or in a bar that you can talk. And, yeah, uh, especially in Kaosan. Like yes, easy yeah, and in Kaosan it's easy. Yeah, so I became friends with some uh, Thai people and I'm, in some of them I'm still in contact with them so uh, nice. and i noticed that on one after two weeks i was in my bed and i was thinking ah all these people in nepal they talk about that i need to be yoga teacher meditation mm -hmm. teacher and then i thought i give it a try so i googled at that time i thought i want to be meditation why teacher. did they say so yeah i think they they, they felt it in your aura. yeah they felt it but also i think the the things how I talk, you know, mm. it's it's a big interest of me to, yeah, to to, yeah, to give advice or help people or to talk about life or how we deal with difficulties mm. or uh, yeah, yeah. And that time I I know in in the hotel it's a true story. In the hotel I was googling meditation course and then I there was a pop up like ten days meditation course in Rishikesh, India. Yeah, and I was looked to it and I thought yeah. Why not? And I think five minutes later, I had a WhatsApp call with mm. Dave Ohm. It was this uh, meditation uh, teacher there. And he said, yeah, 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 you can come. It's uh, it's in four days. It's not a joke. It's in four days and you can come. And I think 20 minutes later, I booked a flight. <laughs> and then half an hour later, I um, noticed that you need to have a visa. <laughs> so, And yeah, it was like 84 hours and I don't know. And, and my friend came back and... Um, I told like uh, I booked a ticket to India and they're like what what did you do you know um, so I I just booked it and I uh, I went to India like yeah. three days or four days later I found myself in the Air India plane yeah. and they have this beautiful like if you have the seat and uh -huh. at the back of your back you have like this image of this Indian spiritual yogi yeah, yeah, yeah. and I 
I was in the plane actually, and from that time I realized, like, oh my god, what I did, you know? This is the place. Yeah, or no, but what I did, like, I had no clue. I thought India was dangerous and uh, dirty, <laughs> and then I find myself in the Air India plane. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy times at that time. But um, yeah, so that was um, how I get there. And then I did this meditation course, mm -hmm. and then after this meditation course. Um, people ask me where you're gonna travel in India I said no I don't travel in India I mm. I fly back I go to Myanmar because I want to go to Myanmar I said because I don't I, I think it's dangerous you know and um, why and should then, I stay in India yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then friends said but but Derek it's amazing you will <laughs> love it and then there was a friend from South Korea uh, we walked in the mountains in Nepal mm. and I noticed she was close by so I texted her and then she said yeah we can travel and at the end I stay one month more and I had amazing time okay. and I fell in love with the, with the country with the people there with it's it's mm. amazing yeah <laughs> so let's focus again on the transition because you're still in the band at the time or the band has been kind of closed no we stopped at that time we were stopped and why why did you decide that this is the the end of this chapter yeah yeah and we at the end we all decided of course it was not one person but one was more like um like starting to talk about mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. yeah we The last record we did, we we raised lots of money. We worked very hard, very hard to get more money, and uh, and then we went to the USA, to San Francisco, okay. to work with a very uh, good, uh, famous uh, producer, Sampura. Mm -hmm. He's he's well known in the punk rock, and um, yeah. And we said it's all or nothing. We say okay. we had some good fans. We play some nice festivals every year. We had some nice small labels, but we say we want to go next level. Yeah. Um, and we want to give it all. And at the end, we 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 were like touching it. Like yeah. there was yeah, yeah. a very big label and a good bookings agency. And they were like very like doubting yes or no, yes or no. And at one point at the end, they say no. And then we felt a little bit back to the same level we were. Yes. And it's very beautiful. But we said no, no. We, we, we spent so much energy and time at already 12 years. And mm. if we don't reach this stop, then... Yeah, then it's okay. It's not then negative we yeah, stop, yeah, but yeah. then we reach what we want and what we did, and then mm. it's good to stop. And it was good um, for everyone, I think, uh, or I know. Mm. And then there came way more time and space, you know, yeah. time and space <laughs> for my own thing. And then yeah, I start yeah, more this travel uh, vibes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said that it was on, on a good conditions yeah like you, you still remain friends and you just said to yes. each other that okay so that was a, a nice ride but it's yes. uh, time to move on yes do you know if your friends from the band also kind of started different you know careers and different directions in their lives yeah 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 and um I know one one band member. He's he's still in studying, and he's he's yeah. But he he do he do his own thing, and um, he still he, in the music world. No, 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 no. He's not in the music. And then I have the um, our bass player. He is um, he had another career um, work wise, so that's that's also cool. Mm. And our lead singer is the only one who stayed in the music. So he has now some side projects, uh, music projects, and he do other things. But uh, yeah, so everyone uh, went their own path and and had some new new things in mm. their lives. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, and, and nice to to hear that. Yeah, that there was no drama 
or no fights or no no you know, <laughs> no of course things. sometimes it was uh, it was a little bit uh, yeah. yeah it was a little bit intense uh, intense <laughs> yes, yes yes okay so um i would like to to dig in a bit more in the world of india that's one of the places that i, that I never traveled to but uh, the longer I am uh, spending time with with you, with with other yogis, with uh, people who mm, actually experience living there, yeah, and not not just traveling for like two weeks and like checking off. Oh, I have a picture in Taj Mahal, yeah, because <laughs> it's not. Something. I never visit the Taj Mahal actually. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not a priority. Mm, could you tell more from the perspective of? what exactly happened that you you had this view yeah like you you thought that oh, india is is dirty and dangerous yes and then you you started to realize that it's much more complex yeah that there is much more things to to kind of yes. you know <laughs> experience yeah yeah complex is the right word and mm. let me beginning with this like there there's so much to say about india um but to, i i will not dive deep into the political stuff or into the woman stuff there is lots of going on of course what's not good mm. I, I need to be honest there are lots of things and um, but yeah i think it's not my mission it's not it's mm. it's not for me to to change I, I cannot change it and and yeah so lots of things to say about this but i focus a little bit about my experience yes. what's my experience uh, but it's good to notice right some people when I talk positive about India, they say, yeah, but you know, the woman rights, uh, is that not important for you? Let me clear. It's super, super, super important for me. But yeah, I cannot change the whole world. So yeah, yeah choose your battles maybe. And, yeah, you um, can still appreciate the beauty of a place or exactly. a culture while like being aware of their dark side. Yeah, Exactly. So, so today I... Yeah, I look more to the beautiful sides what I saw and, of course, the craziness. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me say this about India. I always said like um, said like this. It's like coriander. Like, I can make your favorite dish up your track, <laughs> but if you don't like coriander and I put it on it, even you don't like your favorite dish. And, of course, India is not as we are used to in, in Europe, especially not in the Netherlands, mm. because if you are walking on the street, sometimes you meet some cows, you meet lots of people, there's lots of noise, like there's so much chaotic things, it's so heavy. Mm. It's like this coriander, I, I, I can handle it, I can see it, I can laugh about it, I can, mm. to be honest, I become very mindful. Mm. The more crazy it was, the more calm I, I become. Yeah. But if you, cannot, if you cannot accept that, then you don't see the beauty. Mm. so behind all this craziness you have like these people especially old people of course but especially the young people they are so interesting Piotrek. like they have the lives like us um, most of them not all of course mm. life like us like good education like very positive mindset but they also have this cultural Indian vibe a little bit a about love and marriage and they are very proud and very colorful and they have also this spiritual touch even if they are don't yogis because for sure not everyone is yogi in India <laughs> they have like this spiritual mindset it's very interesting they are very welcoming very friendly very proud about their culture mm. I wish I was so proud about my own culture <laughs> yeah it's it's beautiful and and yeah, it's it's hard to tell actually, um, but I, I give it a try. But that's one thing about the people. Yeah. What are the specific 
places that you visited and you definitely recommend? Yeah, like what would be the number one if I would like to come to India? Where do I even start? Because it's a, such a huge, you know, subcontinent. <laughs> yes. Um, if you are more like Yogi, then I have a good advice. Take a flight to Delhi. Don't go into Delhi because it's crazy. <laughs> Just take a flight to Delhi and then take a direct flight to close to Rishikesh, uh -huh. and that's the yoga capital of India. Okay. And then you take a safe taxi or you ask the place where you sleep. You can book before yeah, yeah, yeah. if they pick you up because at the beginning you don't want to see yeah. too much. You know, it's it's easy to to be in a safe place, and Rishikesh is a very safe place. And I always said like it's mm -hmm. it's a yoga wahala. Like mm. every restaurant is something about yoga, and there are so many yogi schools, and it's. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's like the candy store for uh, for yogis, <laughs> and it's the perfect place to 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 start. And from there, you can do like um, this area. This area, you have like all the cities like uh, Udaipur, Jaipur, Pushkar. Um, yeah, this uh, this area is very cool. A little bit more in the north. That's what I did at that time. Mm. And the second time I visited India, it was more in the south. So Kerala is very beautiful, and uh, I went up to Mumbai. Pune, mm -hmm. um, Goa. Goa is special India. It's not real India, but it's fun. Um, I went to Madurai. So yeah, but also use like Google. You know, you you can just count. But I I like the south to be honest. Okay. Uh, I like the south. The people are very friendly. Also in the north, but I love the south. Yeah. Okay. But start as a yogi in Rishikesh, or if you're not yogi, just start. Just book the flight and book a good taxi to our place, you know, yeah. that someone take care a little bit of you and from slowly they would introduce you to the yes. craziness. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's a good advice. Okay. I remember also when you were doing some um, meditation for us, nice guided meditation and uh, dancing workshops and other things that are uh, yoga related, but not so like 100% only like doing exercises or, or stretching, that you also manage to go into this, you know, like very advanced uh, courses, yeah, or very advanced meditation, like silent retreats and other things that last for like five or 10 days. <laughs> yes. Would you recommend that also for people who, who are just starting out or would that be only after like you, you really like this coliander <laughs> to yeah. feel like, okay, <laughs> yeah. this yes. is my world and you yes. want to go further? Yeah, I, th I think if you never did yoga or meditation before, let me say you don't need to go to India. In Europe, especially now, it's a little bit difficult. I think it's still not possible. But I always said to the people, if because I get this question lots mm. uh, often, okay, if you are interested in meditation but you never did before, find a nice small retreat, you know, not hardcore like 10 days silence mm. with uh, almost no food and a bad <laughs> bed and cold shower, you know. You can start nice, you know. Just find find a nice person on internet who do this retreat for a few days. Mm. But I always said to the people like, Think about what you want. You want palm trees, sun, and uh, vegan food, mm. or you want to learn something about meditation. You know, so it's, <laughs> and you can combine as well. So, but but choose. It's not bad or 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 good. You know, choose what you want. But but you can start a little bit with this. You know, like a nice retreat or a yoga retreat, mm. and from then, if you like it, you can build it up. I know people. They start with hardcore. It's also possible. You have like this dhamma vipassana ten day silence. Um, Mm. yeah you can google it and you can go but yeah it's it can be hard sometimes so um start with nice retreats start to talk with people go to your yoga class around the corner or if you ever 
be at the place, you know, um, start to do this kind of things. Mm. Uh, I think it's nice. And then you can fit if it's something for you. And uh, from there, you can always go more crazy. At the end, I went to meditation centers where they do lots of expression and dance. And uh, I loved it. But it can be very overwhelming uh, at, uh, at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. What would be the most crazy thing that you would do in, in, in I, I did a then dynamic meditations in many uh, meditation centers and it's like a morning meditation one hour and it's like with jumping and saying who and it's with screaming and crying and it's with dancing and it's with um with standing still and silent for 15 minutes it's with breathing it's very chaotic very intense yeah. i think if my colleagues uh the psychiatrist seeing me that he will maybe say like derek uh, <laughs> we need to prescribe you something <laughs> yeah <laughs> take those the, pills please <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's a joke of course but um yeah so but but It's mm. Patrick, why it's interesting, it's not about this craziness. It's very interesting that our mind get involved all the time. And this is what I like about this meditation. But I go also to some aesthetic dance parties. Yeah, yeah. And what I start to love it is that um, you can be aware of your own thoughts. Your mind is creating thoughts. Mm. And this is about, about this. Because the first time I was uh, doing this dynamic meditation, it was in Nepal. And I look, I start in this meditation and we start to scream and shout. And I was looking around and I thought, oh my God. But I saw these people so free and releasing it. And there was a desire in me like, I want that too, you know. How? Because freedom, again, is so important to be free in your being, in your moving, in, in how you want to express yourself. And I saw them going completely free nuts you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then i tried it but all the time my mind was like what, what the fuck derek what are you doing and then i learned how to take a little bit distance from your thoughts we cannot change them but we can choose if we listen to them that's why i really love it and now for example if i do an aesthetic dance party or something else it feels so free it feels so free because my mind is still my mind it creates still the same inner monologue bullshit sometimes <laughs> yes 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 it's not original <laughs> um but now i know and i learned not always but now i manage lots of times to diffuse a little bit from it and just to enjoy be free oh those are uh, beautiful words and <laughs> i'm really happy that that uh, it's a nice transition to to the next topic because You are licensed therapist for the Dutch health system. Yes. That's what I yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I starting as a nurse, and in the Netherlands um, there is a system that you can grow up, grow up, grow up, and at the end you can be more like a therapist. That's what I'm doing now. Mm. I always have a psychiatrist or above me. Eh? So, um, but I can do my own thing. But I I stay very in contact with them. So they are the head of the treatment. The doctors. Yes. Yeah. Or the high high psychologist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but I do therapist job. I do most of them acceptance and commitment therapy, mm -hmm. and now I also do a new study in schema focused therapy and uh, mm -hmm. I work now for Dutch mental health care 13 years but I starting as a nurse in, in the office you know and then I grow and uh, yeah. <laughs> while sleeping in the hospital
hospital bed. <laughs> yes, yeah, at school, eh? at school, at school. <laughs> no, it was no, not no. at work. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was always very responsible um, from the beginning. But yeah, I didn't open a, a single book at the first year. <laughs> but uh, when I was with the clients, they, they, they loved me, and I was very passionate about it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so how does it actually work? Because for me, it's, it's very refreshing to to hear that you can. Um, work in this kind of you know traditional structures yeah like being therapist sounds very responsible and especially if you uh, are only in in the contact with the customer with with the patient you know on a voice call yeah, or a video call but this is uh, still you know something that that uh, well-trained people like you can do but um, how exactly it, it works here? Yeah? Like, w- what is your, you know, schedule of what exactly do you do in, in your job? Yeah. So the last one and a half year, I work for an online treatment team. Mm-hmm. And lots of people ask me, ah, oh, it's because of COVID, but it was not. Mm. It's um, the Dutch mental health care is very... Um, Advanced? Advanced, yes. And they, they want always to get new things. And um, so I think three years ago, my company, mm. it's a, it's not a private company. It's an official, just a regular... Governmental. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. In every big area, we have one different one. Mm-hmm. So um, And they started, I think, three years ago with uh, with an online treatment team. E-health, it was coming up, eh? like this this e-health, um, like um, blended, blended therapy. Like you see the therapist and mm-hmm. in the two weeks you don't see the therapist, you work on your own courses online. Yeah. So And then they found out that they want, because the waiting lights are getting very long in Netherlands, sadly. Yeah. A- and then they want this zero waiting line online therapy. Um, so three years ago they started. And as you can, to, to give idea what we do. So I work in a team with lots of psychologists and one psychiatrist. And just people come to us, like they go to the general doctor and they get this description to come to us. Mm-hmm. And, and what we do is online therapy, like video video calling. So I work uh, three days a week and um, I see around seven clients a day, more or less. Yes. And I do video yeah. calls with them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it seems very advanced, <laughs> but in a, in a sense that there are people in the government of the Netherlands that decided, okay, you're like uh, keeping people in, in a queue is actually creating more problems, yeah? Because if someone cannot go to the doctor or cannot speak with a professional, their health is not improving. Yes. It's degrading, yeah? Because they need to wait and they, they need the help as soon as possible. So it's it's unbelievable to to hear that uh, this is actually solving the problem yeah that they they saw yeah, it's not solving everything, but it's it's in the good direction. Exactly. At the beginning, we didn't have a waiting line. Now we have a small waiting line, but it's nothing compares to, uh, for example, the the care of for people with autism. Sometimes you need to wait one year. It's mm. yeah, it's it's not good. So yeah, it's good that we we have this system, and um, I'm very positive about this online treatment because lots of people are at home. You know, I see their cats uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. flying uh, flying by sometimes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think people feel safe at home. And some people ask me, and they say, Derek, but uh, can you? Connection is so important for you, and and like body and and connection. How you choose? Why you choose to be online? And I said, but believe it or not, I have with 
Mm. Most of the clients have super good connections. Sometimes on the first meeting, they cry and they say like, ah, but I, I have I have the idea you you I can trust or you I can trust you or I think you understand me well or you know we yeah you can have very deep um, connections with people. Mm. Does it work for all citizens? Like anyone from the Netherlands can just call some some number or some you know book book the meeting with with you online for free. No, or, or yeah, that's I understand your question. It's a very it's 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 not easy to explain how it works in Netherlands. Okay. Um, but let me say that in general, the Dutch mental health care is not bad organized. Okay. So I think we have a well well uh, organized system mm-hmm. and when you really need help there is always help and yeah. um, to come to us you need have a little bit a longer problems or it's not okay. that you the first problems you don't come to us so um and you go to the general doctor and he check with you and then okay they can send us to us and then we check with you like um, okay so it's not some sort of like a general helpline yeah no not we have to we have to but it's not where i work i work more in the in a in a higher line of mental health care okay yeah. okay <laughs> and this is the interesting part from the perspective of digital nomads. Yes. Because as you described, you work three days a week on talking, you know, on video calls, like seven people or more or less a day. But uh, you can do this actually from anywhere. Yeah, like you do not need to stay in the Netherlands. They do not require it from you, is it? Yeah, and it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> I, I when I was starting as a nurse, I noticed I think it was seven years ago, maybe digital nomads came up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I noticed that at that time I was a nurse. I was just yeah, working, you know, in this hospital kind of mental health care hospital. And I saw this and I was looking online. I thought, Oh wow, if I ever can mm. do something abroad, how cool is that? Because traveling was my big passion and I always it's it's not a joke. I always cried when I was coming home to really? after I, I, I travel. You know, I was. It was like yeah. I love my job, but I don't want to be here all the time. And um, yeah, so it, it's it was a dream. It was a dream, and I think yeah. I knew this online treatment team was there for three years, but it was never came up in my mind. And I think two years ago, and or one and a half year in the middle of the pandemic, I was doubting myself like i want to go on travel again and i don't want to come back all the time like for example if i meet nice people of a nice place they always invite me to stay but i always said no i need to go for work and i didn't want that anymore Mm. but i have too much love and passion for my job so i was struggling and then one morning i wake up and it was like this dave Grohl moment you know the, the the singer of the foo fighters he wake up one day and he said rock and um, symphonica you can do it both you know <laughs> he started foo fighters more like symphonical rock things uh, yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah it's in this uh, documentary dvd and um, i woke up like this i thought but derek you can do both and then i talked to my mom I said, I'm going to ask, not ask my manager. I'm going to talk with my manager and I can say, I want to go to the online treatment team. What do I need to do? From India, you know, at that time I had the idea to go back to India. And um, I know, I think the same week I was with her and I said, 
yeah, it's not my decision, but it's also not a question. <laughs> so it's, this is what I want. And can you help me with this? Yeah. And I noticed she was laughing. She was laughing to me. And at the end, I was asked, like, why you laugh? As she said, you, you look so passionate. You look so positive. How I can say no? <laughs> How I can say no? And she said, um, we already have one colleague. It's funny. Actually, she's now here with her van. Yeah. She was working as a psychologist already one year for us. So she was a good example. Okay. So she built a trust <laughs> but my manager said yeah let's let's check and uh, and then a few months later i moved to this team and then mm. i was checking like okay can i go back to india but it was not possible and then i was was facebooking on a digital nomad platform i'm looking for a place where they do yoga and where it's sunny <laughs> and then someone said you need to go to um of course in Tenerife. <laughs> yes because there they do yoga and it's sunny and i booked for four weeks and at the end and you stay uh, six and a half months <laughs> yes exactly. yeah this is a usual thing uh, we will be talking about nine co-living yeah i think with all the guests and this is the the common theme for yes. for many of us um, especially when the when the pandemic was locking down a lot of people in different countries that was our uh, safe heaven yeah like we, we yeah. really enjoyed the time being there and like supporting each other yeah, yeah this is what we needed let's say some things about nine co-living because it's not just a co-living yeah. i i want to i really want to say it big it's founded by anna a dutch woman and i think she was one of she was the first in tenerife i think she was at the beginning of all this co-living stuff yeah yeah and she she just did it like i she had this dream she had this idea and then she she was looking around for places and she found this place and google it please guys google it because it's amazing it looks so cool it's in la oratava it's in a small very traditional beautiful town in the north of tenerife it's very green mm. people are lovely close to the sea and she bought this beautiful house and she just start she just start and she built this co-living and yeah it's an amazing place i visit the community there is like the the best ever yeah like I, I i saw people because everyone was in lockdown for example and they come to the place or some people they were struggling a little bit with work and you see them changing in two weeks like this you can see it in the eyes like the there is mm. life back in the eyes it's <laughs> but there is a problem because no one wants to leave and everyone <laughs> wants to come back so i think it's yeah. always fully booked for four months ahead yeah so i go back in november and i heard it's already fully booked till february yeah but we definitely recommend it it's worth waiting in line and yeah. if you can plan your trips ahead for everyone who work online and even if you are a little bit scared or shy you know because at the first time i was all also like oh i don't know <laughs> it's it's a warm bath it's amazing it's amazing yeah okay let's get back to the work as a therapist yeah did you choose the the three day a week schedule or could you increase it decrease it like how, how does it work where you know our full work week in the netherlands is 36 hours and i work nine hours a day um, because freedom is my most <laughs> um, important value. And I found out if I work nine hours a day, I can only need to work four days instead of four and a half, you know? <laughs> and four days I was working. And then I had this idea to go to Asia. And then I said, I was renting out my house. And then I thought, okay, I start to work three days because if you're in Asia traveling, it's a little bit difficult, the time difference. Then 36 hours is too much. So then I choose to work less. And in the Netherlands, they are quite flexible with it. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. But doesn't mean that they would need to hire additional person that would, you know, take over the hours that you do not work? Yeah, we have, I think in total, we have like eight thirty-six hours um, hours for the team. And then we check how many hours every colleague have. And then... Okay, so it's the shifts are like always manageable. Yeah, like between you, like the whole of your team. Yeah, so, so it, yeah, yes. it can change from week to week. Yeah, like how exactly... Yeah, but we, we don't have this 24-hour care. So we only are... Okay. Opening yeah. during the business available hours of, of during the, the business hours. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is how it works. Yeah. And is it always like between Tuesday and Thursday, or do my, you my work? Yes, switch? my work rest. But my other colleagues are also on Monday and Friday available. So uh, yeah, yeah. But I like to have the long uh, weekend, and um, it was also positive for them to work Tuesday till Thursday. So <laughs> both happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. I must admit uh, that the things you are talking about, uh, they really recall some ideas from the book Utopia for Realists. Did you read the book? No. So I was talking about in details about this book with Eric, one of our friends from <laughs> Nine. Yeah. Uh, that was surprising to like just ask him out of the blue, oh, did you read this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so, so many cool ideas. Uh, one of them is uh, that now when so much of our work is automated, yeah, because the better AI and better systems and better, you know, software is like replacing the human jobs. Yeah. And there is more and more people coming to the world yeah uh, we need to switch our kind of connection to the to any kind of job yeah like our work yes. is not the same as our parents work and our grandparents and one of the things to kind of solve it is actually to decrease the amount of hours we we, we work every week yeah 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 I'm, I'm 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 very pro in it um of course like we need money and i know lots of people they may be listening now and they think yeah i also want to work three days but i need more money so mm. besides that huh, um, we need to find a, a thing for that i think but i believe in it i always um say if we all together say we don't want this stress life anymore exactly. then we create exactly. a less stressed <laughs> life but for ex I give always this example in, in, in mental health care, we are very under pressure because the waiting lines and um, but I always said, no, I'm not I'm not gonna burn out myself and I hope my colleagues will do the same. I always try to support them do the same because if we all say no, this is too crazy, this is too much. If we all say this in the world, we slow down altogether. And that's what we need, you know, we need to Relax a little bit more. I read an interesting book. It's from a Dutch guy. And he was like um, telling about the human in the early days. And they were chill a lot, actually. They're doing nothing a lot. <laughs> and it was very healthy to do nothing yes. a lot. And when I read that, I they was like... They didn't have Facebook or news 24-7. No. They didn't know what is happening in the next village. Yes, uh, so they were just not chilling. Especially the other side of the world. While we can constantly yeah, like be hooked. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> we are all dying. Yes. <laughs> yes so they were they were just chilling and um I, yeah and of course i it's a complex thing you know so maybe some people listening like ah oh, it's easy to say but i hope together we find a way that we can relax a little bit more but and you can and it's also like some people say to me but yeah derek you have good life you can work three days 
I always give the example, but I didn't wake up like this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I you make lots really of hard before, <laughs> and I make lots of choices. Sometimes choices were not easy. Sometimes choices were not fun. Sometimes choices were very boring or whatever. Mm. Um, but I stick to the plan. <laughs> I knew what I want, and I stick to the plan. I work very hard for it, and then if you receive it, yeah, then you can work maybe a little bit less, but. I work three days for Dutch mental health care, but I also work on Monday and Friday for my flexible living project. So I'm still working five days again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, to just wrap up the idea from the book I told you, the premise is that it's much better to have a society when like people are working for two or three days uh, a week and we all have a little bit of money than have just, you know... 1% of people who are super rich and like working as, you know, and dying because of burnout and then have 30 or 40% of unemployment because there's no work. Yeah, but if we split the work that we have and like everyone have some work, but they, you know, have just a little bit of money because it's always the question, oh, we should have a welfare system or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But no it's actually much simpler if you manage to create the system yeah with your colleagues friends society <laughs> yeah sometimes i read about it but also in this i'm honest about it it's i, I choose my goals because i know this kind of theories and uh, it's complex i it's very complex but my focus is more like the like the collective but also the individuals i i what I really like if I see people living their potential and they live in freedom, whatever it means for them. Eh? Mm. And if they find a way how to deal with difficulties and I see them grow and if I'm in connection with people. Like, for example, we have sometimes talks like this This subject. It's I, I know it, it's very interesting for you. And for me, I know some things about it. It's interesting for me, but I'm but I love to see you passionate, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so that's it's yeah, but I cannot change the whole world. So sometimes I try to block myself a little bit about some yeah, subjects yeah, because yeah. I cannot yeah, yeah. do it all. And we need to be focused, yeah? Like, if we are not focused and we are always trying to do everything... <laughs> then Nothing will happen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, it's very nice to find the, the different faces of, of you, Derek. And yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to experience them and to, to see how, how well you, you are, uh, you know, managing with all those uh, little uh, things. And before we switch to your flexible living... One thing just to close the um, kind of hard decisions yeah, or, or hard work that you need to do before. Yes. Besides the job that you have, the, the regular kind of day-to-day -day job in the Dutch healthcare system, you said that you also have your house, yeah? It's like your property that you rent and uh, it's also bringing you some, some income every month. Yeah, uh, yeah. How does it work? I, I bought my house once and and there are people living now so I rented out and uh, But you have been living also in this house before yeah 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 but it's yeah But now when you started working abroad and like yeah, not yeah, living yeah. in in the Netherlands anymore I was thinking what to do uh, but before that mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 
Yeah, Some, sometimes I think, oh, how many lives I lived. <laughs> I, w- I want to tell you the story. I was walking the Camino de Santiago, um, and when I long time ago, and when I came back, I was in my house, and I thought this house is too big for me alone. So I start to rent out. So two best friends uh, were living in, in like room by room. Yeah, like different rooms. I rented out and. Uh, yeah, it's nice to to share. So um, it's yeah, I so did you created it. your own colleague. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can call it like that. So I did it already for for more years, and now uh, there is a family living, and they are very happy. I'm very happy. Um, yeah, so it's it's good. It's helping me also. Mm. Uh, yeah, and you also receive uh, some uh, licensing fees for the the music that you published on on Spotify. Yeah, but it's not places. not that much anymore. But still, yes, yes, yes. Some uh, I think every quarter <laughs> we get an email of the this uh, label guy, like, hey guys, uh, yeah, this is the yeah. So, but it's yeah, yeah. some like pocket money, yeah, 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 yeah. Call, yeah pocket money, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. But but it's interesting, yeah, to to manage to create those completely separate pillars yeah that you have your work yeah. you have the property you have the licensing fees yeah are there any other sources of or income for you that kind of help you no, no not now but i start with my projects uh, the flexible living yeah but i'm in the stage of um Creating. putting lots of money <laughs> in it but it's not about the money it's about my passion and energy so i love it but yeah yeah, but uh, what 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 for me interesting in is is that I, what I always try to um, teach the people is you can have many different lives, yeah. you know. And uh, you already say this. You said, Derek, it's interesting. You heard her and see your different sides. I try to to live this because I can go still to a punk rock concert. Yeah, I can go exactly. to a ten day silent <laughs> retreat. I can go can to enjoy a, any one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can go to an aesthetic dance. I can go to a nice. Fancy restaurant. <laughs> Fancy restaurant <laughs> and drink. Yeah, and drink crazy expensive bottle of champagne if we get it for free, you know. <laughs> and I love it. I love it all. To be honest, I love it all. And and it was changing because I was also in a co-living in a castle in France, and there they um, teach me how to drink champagne. <laughs> and then I get uh, a proper workshop for yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, oh, this is cool, you know. And it's all me. It's mm. all me. And I tried to accept it's all me. When I was younger, I was always like, ah, but if you are this, then you cannot be that. Yeah, yeah. But Bullshit, the way, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So the way we need to look to ourselves needs to be flexible. If you are today this and tomorrow you're that, perfectly enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so please tell me, what is flexible living then? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's my new project. And maybe, yeah, I, I know you know I'm very positive <laughs> and enthusiastic about it. And uh, that's all it, also the start, you know. It's, 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 from, it's from my heart, it's from my passion. But actually what I want to do is two things. On one hand, I want to teach the people how to deal a little bit flexible with the difficulties in life. Like difficult feelings, difficult situations... Your thoughts, you know, I always said the biggest problem is our thoughts most of the time. Mm -hmm. So that's on the left hand. And on the right hand, I want to help the people to start to do what they really want, you know, find their values and just live it. It's actually what I try to do. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's funny because I have this business coach and sometimes he laugh a little bit because... Of course, I struggle myself also, you know. So my own struggle, I use them also. So I use mm. my own project for myself as well. I try to live 
teach what you preach? Is that yeah, the yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Yeah. A walk the talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly this. So, so that's what I try to do. Like find your values and start to live it. And while you're walking in this right direction, you can see values as more like a compass. You know, yeah. if freedom is important for you, it's not. I always said you have goal-focused life and value-focused mm. life. For example, freedom is important for me and I know what I want, but it's not about reaching all the tops and reaching all my goals. But Mount Everest, yeah? I need to go to the top yes. of this mountain and nothing else matters. Yes. And then you reach it and then it's like, okay, so what other mountains there are in the world? <laughs> Or you don't reach it because it's close. Yeah. <laughs> and then you are feeling very sad and this whole... Two weeks of preparation was not yeah, fun. Or two years, yeah. <laughs> yes, or you think vitality or adventure is important for me and I love to go on the Mount Everest and then you have lots of fun on the way and maybe you reach a top or maybe not, but this but is The about whole journey is already yes. fulfilling you. Yeah? Yes, so it's about how help people finding their really important values and then start to start to do it feel the fear do it anyway and then try to to act flexible to whatever is coming on your path would you say that the flexible living is trying to help people switch from the goal-oriented life to value-oriented life yeah it's one part of it yes 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 yeah and i remember back in tenerife uh, at nine we talked more about like the background where did the whole kind of structure came yes could you tell more about this i think five uh, pillars of yeah it's, it's four pillars but l let me say i want also the credits um it's my project it's a lot of based on the the schedule of the acceptance and the commitment therapy it's a very um new but very who did it it's Yeah, I think um, Rush Harris and... But yeah, there are two very famous uh, big psychologists at America. It's a third generation behavior therapy. So the second was the cognitive behavior therapy, uh, very well known. And now the third is the acceptance and commitment And the therapy. first one, just to have the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was when before I was born, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> But so it's based a little bit on this, but also my own life, my own experience, some yoga and meditation things. But um, it's based on four, four things. So I call it like flexible thinking. So how to deal flexible with the fact that you have all your brain and all these thoughts, mm. they are helpful or not helpful. Um, and how to diffuse from the non-helpful thoughts. Mm -hmm. So no need to struggle, no need to fight, no need to change them, but how to diffuse and take it less serious <laughs> yes stand back so that's flexible thinking uh -huh. then you have flexible reacting it's like how you react to difficult it's like how you manage difficult feelings how you react to that and it's about acceptation mm -hmm. and then you have flexible being and that's actually where we're talking already about it like the way we look to ourselves it's um positive or negative it's both not helping us like today i'm this tomorrow i'm that yeah. there's a i think it's from china it's like kill yourself every day you need don't think it too serious but it's like it's about ego and act flexible to the way you look to yourself yeah And the last uh, one is flexible doing. It's like find your values and start to work. Mm. <laughs> so the online course would be exploring those four elements, yes? Yes, yes. So that's what I create a video course mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's coming online on 17th of October. I was working hard on it uh, for a half year, mm -hmm. um, learning lots of new things because uh, I had no idea of marketing video websites at all. 
Um, but yeah, it's coming online, and we we um, we're gonna do every uh, part. Okay. So I gonna explain a lot about flexible thinking, about flexible living, flexible being, like all these parts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna learn it all. So um, yeah. And the um, subjects are created just in form of like short videos about every topic or do you have some like interactive you know questions or some you know fields to to input to to write something to you or how how does it work yeah it's a video course with seven weeks but you can do it quicker or whatever but seven and it's videos combined with a workbook okay and in this workbook i um, give lots of questions some extra information but also lots of practical things mm. act acceptance commitment therapy but also like flexible living is based on act um, it's very practical mm-hmm. and uh, it's cool because um, it's not only talking but it's 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 like doing and it's very um, yeah it's very helpful and sometimes people ask me they say ah but Derek um, there are so many doing this already mm. what's the difference and I think the difference is this that lots of I'm not a coach, by the way, but lots of coaches and all this other mindset people, mm-hmm. they only talk about the good things like um, follow me and you will get this or do this, you won't get that. And um, and But I think my course is different because I try to really help you to deal with the difficult things in life. Um, they start when you try something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So if your value, for example, is is adventure and you think ah, i want to start on my own or i want to uh, buy a nice house and create a farm or whatever you know the first thing what the mind is doing is talking like oh but uh, worries or uh, insecurities and not so many people tell you how to deal with that huh? mm. they say yeah follow your dreams and follow your goals and they make like this nice things about positive things and positive thinking but mm. it's not easy always so I um I think I I'm a little bit different um in in the way I yeah I look to the things and uh, yeah is there also some part where the customer can can ask you questions directly or connect with you on some video call Yes, um, so I use software from a Dutch company, EMU, and um, this the software is, is very good. It's very good, and they have like this chat option, and they can email, and um, yeah, so that's that's very nice. It's actually very easy. So if you go to the website like flexibleliving.nl, and um, it's in Dutch actually yeah. still. Sorry, <laughs> I come back on that later. But yeah, if you go to the website, and then you can check about the info, and if you decide to buy, you get an email, and you log in and it's it's so easy it's actually they have an app so you can download the app and you can follow my video course also on your um, on mobile, the mobile phone, phone. Okay. yeah but it's in dutch it's a yeah. shame you because i meant to start with this one yeah. it's important that you yeah. feel more uh, fluent and like sure to do this um, similar to what you do with your work yeah because you are a therapist for dutch people and you are doing this in dutch yeah uh, so you wanted to start so- with something that you are 100% sure how how it will work yes uh, do you still have a plan to make it also in english at some point yes i want i want <laughs> yeah i really want but no deadlines for for now you don't put no 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 the deadline is now to put it online okay um, but i'm not uh, afraid to dream big so um i i want but i mean you don't have the deadline for the english version not yet not yet but um i promise all the english listeners i promise i promise i promise i will i will do <laughs> one day uh, and it's 
Okay, let me say. No, no, no. I don't want okay. you to. Uh, no, but to I like it too. Ma- make a commitment. That's that's totally up to you. Yeah. Also, you know, this podcast can be listened, you know, in the future by someone, you know, in one year or two years, and like it's. Yes. If if you want to say it, then say it. <laughs> if not, yeah. I'm no, not. but but yeah, for sure. I promise. In the next years, I will do some uh, some things in uh, in English because. Um, yeah, I think my English improved. You have so many friends. And I have so many friends. And that's <laughs> really for my heart. I want to... It's not that that I want to be big. Of course, it's not a problem for me to be on the stage. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's why I was in a band. And that's why... It's not a problem, but I do it for my heart. I want to give people the best. I love to be in connection with people. I love to, to see people grow, to to yeah mm, to, to connect with with other yeah. uh, human beings uh, who are not only speaking in dutch but also in yes. other languages yeah, yeah and <laughs> if i can start to do it in english i know i reach more people and uh, i also met lots of friends in other countries for example like myanmar mm. and it's it's so painful to see whatever is going on right there now so my my video course is definitely not a solution for that but mm. i still have the idea uh, when but still now if people don't have the money to buy my course please email me mm. you know please email me and we find a way and um, even i give it for free if you completely don't have the money because it's of course we need money and of course i i like to to have a good life eh? and i'm not not also not afraid of money because mm-hmm. if you work hard and you do cool things then it's good to to get the reward for it if it belongs to you but i like to reach lots and lots of people. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if yeah, and uh, in English, I know there are some poor countries and some people I met while I was traveling, some locals, and I love to send them one day my video course, you know, like uh, here it is. And uh, That's very noble of you. And I know other author called Sam Harris. He's like a very known philosopher and neuroscientist and uh, he has a very similar approach. Yeah, like he has a mobile app and a podcast with like a paid subscription and then some other materials that are, you know, created definitely for like Westerner customer. Yeah, and he has very similar policy. If you are really struggling, just email this, you know, yes. address and we'll give it for you for free for like one year or something. Yeah, yeah so, or discount yeah, or yeah. yes. So he's always like, you know, believing in the other human beings that they will not kind of, you know, uh, overuse his policy. It's more about, yes. okay, if you have the money, pay the full price and you know what you are getting, like a very high quality products. But uh, if you are struggling, but you still need it, then, you know, there is this way yes it's it's beautiful uh, i walk the camino santiago as i said and then you have this donation based places where you can sleep it's lovely it's lovely and it's also interesting when you make it uh, completely as a donation based there is like kind of average price that people are paying yeah some people can yeah. give 5 euro and this is like a lot for them but some of them would give you like 200 yeah because this is how they feel like this is the the value that they got and they feel completely content with with what they paid yeah for this so it's it's always good to have this alternative models yeah not not yes. only like pure capitalism no it's good it's good to combine i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. one more thing regarding flexible living do you integrate spiritualism in it how do you yeah, see it? A little bit, I think. But spiritualism, it's, it's, it's a big thing, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, I think so. It's what we talk about now that's also in the course, you know. It's like the way I look, how to deal with thoughts, for example. You can call it spiritualism or you can call it whatever you want. Huh? <laughs> uh, but A I, little I demon is talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I think in the West now, spiritualism has this vibe of um, of being like this very, yeah, how to say it's, maybe not everyone has a clear view of what spiritualism is and to be honest for me i'm i'm just doing what i'm doing and call it whatever you want so it's i think the course is is based on mm -hmm. what we're talking about right now my experience and what i learned from the act and um yeah and of course there is a yoga video in it and a meditation uh, thing in it and uh, if you call it spiritualism it's good if not it's good but um i did a tryout with um, seven people and one of the feedback was like uh, this is also a very good course for people who are very down to earth okay not into spiritualism and uh, she was um yeah very positive and i think um it's also my character i can yeah i can go to this crazy dance party but i'm very grounded i'm very um yeah i'm just me you know and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no need to fly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's so nice to to hear that if you have your arms open and you're welcome to to any other people uh, and then then you can receive a lot of love because you are giving a lot of love yeah yes and yes. even when you are saying this kind of things it is for for some people it it can be like oh what are you talking about like it's it's so weird like ah oh. yeah but when you actually experience it when you when you have this moment yeah when when you are actually in a struggle or or your family situation is 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 bad you sometimes you actually need just a hug from a friendly person not <laughs> reading books or or something yeah so i fully agree yes it's uh, it's great to to have this ability now to use the internet and to spread our knowledge and our yeah. you know kind of experience to help others and i i definitely wish um, all the best with with the project to you thank you do you have uh, some <laughs> yeah it, it, it will sound weird but do you have a goal with this project like do you want to reach 100,000 people with it or how do you view it yeah 100,000 it will be great <laughs> you know it's not that I've written it down already yet but um yeah I want I want to grow you know I I, I want to reach the most people I can mm -hmm. yeah and I want to learn as well like of course it's my first video course and if i listen to my thoughts from my brain they will say oh but it's not good enough or whatever you need to start small and um yeah but yeah yeah i want to i want to grow i want to be uh yeah i want to reach lots and lots of people so uh, while keeping the value of freedom at heart all the time yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's yeah it's a, it's an interesting journey and i already started and uh, let's see i to be honest i you never know you you can uh, you, you follow the values and of course 
in these values you can set a goal i love to have this you know mm. um, but yeah let's see it's already a very interesting uh, journey and um, i i like what you said with this arms open because this arms open for me Piotrek, i i understand why you're saying it and it's also not f- means for me only like physical t- contact but it means like mm. also freedom like if you keep your arms open you're also a little bit vulnerable yeah you know, because yeah, yeah, because you, you are not in a fighting position Ex- yeah, when you keep your <laughs> exactly so what i try to be is arms open and is that always easy no mm. because some people can hurt you you know but i don't want to change i want to keep open because i believe this is this is real freedom this is real love this is real passion and it sounds cheesy but it's just this you know it's i think it's uh, it's not and um yeah i wish i wish everyone can be open and just this arms open and uh, if i can um, do something to help people to get more arms open yeah i i would love to do it <laughs> excellent so where people can find you online yeah i say it in dutch because yeah this www.flexibelleven.nl so that's the dutch version for the for the non-dutchies you can go to instagram and you can put in instagram uh, flexible leven uh-huh. or you can put my name derek delisse and maybe you can put it in the d- description my instagram yeah yeah yeah. i will add all of the links to the show notes of this episode yeah and then um then you can but do you it. also have the flexible living.nl like in english version no not yet not okay. yet <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah but okay this is the place if you are interested more in this and yes and just uh, feel welcome to uh, to follow me on instagram i uh, try to also following back if i see it mm. and yeah it's nice to uh, stay in contact excellent and also if you're interested in digital nomad <laughs> follow uh, pure track or you can follow me uh, yes it's a cool uh, it's cool lifestyle definitely we we recommend it yes from all of our hearts and let's use our freedom now yeah. yes, <laughs> in a good way <laughs> yes 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 i go surfing uh, today mm. yes with Annemarie, with your yeah, colleague yeah with my colleague <laughs> it's very cool hey Piotrek, i really want to thank you um because you're a special human being we, we <laughs> met each other uh yeah as i said uh months ago and uh yeah you're a special human being in a positive way you're very uh, authentic and that's uh, what i really appreciate about you thank you so stay as you are and thank you much for the the invitation thank you for coming and recording this with me yes and uh, i think we stopped the recording and we're gonna do a hug <laughs> yes exactly. okay good <laughs> thank you. you're welcome thank you for listening would you like to be notified about new episodes subscribe to nerd on tour newsletter It's an email subscription list about all things Digital Nomad. Each Tuesday, you will get a minimalistic email from me. It can contain a short story, link to a new blog post or podcast episode. Every time, I try to make it practical and thoughtful. Subscribe at nerdontour.net slash newsletter.